Okay, so geocaching. What is it? I've been geocaching for quite a while, but it's uh, something I've done with the kids as a way to kind of keep them interested in being on hikes uh, and, you know, something uh, fun to do while we're waiting for maybe another child to do something else. Geocaching is basically uh, a treasure hunt. It's it's kind of, there's maps online, uh, but the maps are basically GPS coordinates. So you use uh, some kind of device, like a phone that is connected to the web that can actually um, use the GPS on your phone to tell you when you're in close proximity to the little hidden geocache. Geocaches can range in size from, uh, I've seen them as small as, uh, as a 22 shell or, or your fingernail, uh, to as large as like a big, 40 liter tub hidden in the woods. So I started geocaching uh, as a way to kind of entertain the kids and I definitely got the bug and I like uh, doing it more than the kids. Uh, um, my children are older now and they're just not interested in, you know, poking around underneath bushes. They have other things they want to do. But I continue to do it and one of the things I like is wherever you go in the world, basically, uh, you're going to be able to find a geocache. And I mean, I've seen them on the strip in Vegas. I've seen them in the middle of the woods. I've seen them, you know, in an alley on Victoria Street in Kamloops. The thing I like about, about them is, is the challenge. There's some geocaches that are very straightforward. It'll be just be a small container, like the size of an old film canister, you know, maybe with camouflage tape on it, hanging off a tree branch in the thick of a tree, uh, to others that are, are actually built and designed to look like something else or are you know, a bolt on a sign that's actually a magnet and not, not just a, an actual physical bolt. So the idea of um, that kind of mental puzzle of trying to figure out where somebody would have hidden, hidden these caches is really fun to me anyway. Some of the caches are just sign only, like just, it'll just have a little roll of paper and you sign them. Other geocaches uh, will actually have items to trade in. The, the main idea is to um, have a container that's big enough to have a few little trinkets uh, that you can put in and trade with. So that was the other thing with the kids is we would bring, you know, a little handful of toys, uh, like little cars or something. And when we found a geocache, they were allowed to take something, but they had to, but they had to put something back in for the next child. So anyway, um, been doing geocaching for quite a few years. It's been fun. It's been, you know, geocached with other people. We've had drunk geocaching, you know, we're, uh, we're bombing around uh, in a park at night with flashlights. Um, I've done it with the kids. I've done it with my parents, uh, you know, and a lot just by myself, just when I have some time to kill. So I wanted to kind of incentivize myself to look for more geocaches. And so I thought, well, let me do a podcast on this. And I had this idea before of actually doing a roving uh, recording. So actually recording while I'm actively searching for the geocache and talking about it. So I think we'll try that format. We're gonna, I'm gonna um, pick a couple geocaches and I'll describe them as I'm walking up to them and kind of talk about um, how I can find them without necessarily giving too many spoilers because I don't want to spoil the, I don't want to spoil it for anybody else, right? You don't want to, you know, tell somebody exactly how to find the geocache, but I'll, I'll play with that that aspect of, of you know getting to it, finding it, uh, what clues I used, that kind of thing, and uh, or maybe I will spoil it and just uh, put a spoiler warning at the head. Who knows? 
All right, so let's uh, go on our first hunt.